0: A reading from the book of the prophet Zephaniah. Seek the Lord, all you humble of the earth who have observed his law. Seek justice, seek humility. Perhaps you may be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. But I will leave as a remnant in your midst, a people humble and lowly, who shall take refuge in the name of the Lord, the remnant of Israel. They shall do no wrong and speak no lies, nor shall there be found in their mouths a deceitful tongue. They shall pasture and couch their flocks with none to disturb them." The word of the Lord.
1: Blessed are the... Son
0: a reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Consider your own calling, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. Rather, God chose the foolish of the world to shame the wise. And God chose the weak of the world to shame the strong. And God chose the lowly and despised of the world, those who count for nothing, to reduce to nothing those who are something, so that no human being might boast before God. It is due to him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, as well as righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, so that as it is written, whoever boasts should boast in the Lord. The word of the Lord.
2: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. According
1: to you, Lord.
2: When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor of spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of Ill, evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be, gla- <clears throat> and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Peace.
2: I
3: wish to give a warm welcome to anyone who might be visiting the cathedral today. Thank you for coming and joining us in the celebration of Holy Mass. In this time of Eucharistic revival, it is a great privilege that we can come together by the grace and power of the Holy Spirit to worship God here. And so let us continue our reflections on parts of the Mass. So far, we've been looking at elements of what are called the introductory rites. The Mass has two main parts, the Liturgy of the Word, which celebrates or centers on the proclamation of the readings from Sacred Scripture, and the Liturgy of the Eucharist, where by the Holy Spirit, bread and wine are changed into the Body and Blood of Christ, and we have the opportunity to receive our Lord. But before these two parts are the introductory rites, and we've reflected on various elements of them. We've reflected on the entrance procession and how that is symbolic of our journey towards the place of divine encounter. We've reflected upon the reverencing of the altar, which is a symbol of Christ, which is both a gesture of awe and wonder in intimacy, when when the priest kisses the altar. We've reflected upon the, the sign of the cross, which is the basic symbol of our faith, where we're saved by the death of Jesus, the death and resurrection of Jesus. The penitential act, of course, is where we take a look at our hearts that we may be properly disposed. And, and in, the, in the Gloria, which is sung on Sunday's major feast days, we join in the words of the angels as they sang glory to God and the birth of our Lord. Now we come to a prayer known as the Collect or, or the Opening Prayer. And to help us understand this prayer better and enter more deeply into it. Let's listen to what the church has to say about this prayer known as the Collect, and this is taken from the general instruction of the Roman Missal. The Roman Missal is that book of prayers, all of the prayers of the Mass, and it also can, contains the instructions of how the Mass is to be celebrated. And the Church says this about this prayer. Next, the priest calls upon the people to pray. And everybody, together with the priest, observes a brief silence So that they may become aware of being in God's presence. Think of the significance of this, first of all. It's easy for us just to kind of let that moment of silence pass, and it has a distinct purpose. It's not merely the priest or the bishop waiting for the server to bring the book. We observe a brief silence so that they may become aware of being in God's presence. You might think about how your week has been. Most of my weeks are pretty busy. And there can be lots of things going on in our minds. And even as we get ready to come to to Mass, uh, it can be sometimes hectic. It can be busy. Sometimes it might be more relaxed. That may be the exception. But think of this moment, and don't let it pass. The priest says, let us pray. And in the midst of all the busyness of life, we just remind ourselves, Yes, Lord, I'm in your presence. Just think of what that does to dispose our hearts for the rest of the prayer and the rest of the Mass. We take a moment, we pause. And we just call to mind, yes, Lord Jesus, I'm in your presence. And then the church continues talking about this prayer. So the the priest, everybody together with the priest, observes a brief silence so that they may become aware of being in God's presence and may call to mind their intentions. Don't let this pause just go by. Call to mind that, yes, Lord, I'm in your presence. What's on your heart? What's your week been like? What do you need to ask God for? You take that moment to offer him a word of thanksgiving for the blessings of the week. You say, Lord, help me with, and fill in the blank. Maybe someone you know uh, is seriously ill or has some other kinds of needs. You know, Lord, help so and so. So it's a brief silence. But let's use that silence wisely. It doesn't take long. Lord, I'm in your presence. Please help me with. This is another one of the gems of the Mass that it's so easy for us just to, to slip by and not take that opportunity to enter more deeply into our celebration and, and the mystery of what goes on here. So just think about how much deeper our participation in the Mass could be if we do what the Church asks us to do and we enter more deeply into this prayer. The priest says, let us pray. Yes, Lord, I'm in your presence. Please help me with. And then the church continues talking about this prayer. Then the priest pronounces the prayer, usually called the collet, and through which the character of the celebration finds expression. So so this prayer has has a petition in it. Uh, oftentimes, it, it, it begins with an invocation of God. It might say, O oh God, or um, Almighty God, or sometimes it might just go right into the petition. And depending upon the time of year, it, it, it can reflect the nature of, of, of the feast. For instance, if it's Christmas time, There's something in the collect, usually in reference to the Lord's birth. Or if it's an Easter time, it's something in reference to the resurrection. We're in ordinary time. It often references things just common to Christian growth. So listen to what that petition is. Because then the church says, the people joining in this petition make the prayer their own. By the means of the acclamation, Amen. And so, so when you say Amen at the end of this prayer, it, again, it's not just something we do mechanically. We listen to this petition and you make it your own. And so let's look at the collect to that I I pray it at the beginning of Mass today, just to help us understand this, so we can enter more deeply into the mystery of our celebration, more deeply into the Mass every time we come here. So the college today began with this petition. It said, Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honor you with all our mind, And love everyone in truth of heart. Isn't that a beautiful petition? And you make that your own when you say amen. Think about what we're praying for. That we want to honor the Lord with all of our minds. Think about the kinds of thoughts that come into our mind throughout the day. Can we fill our mind with things that are good? Think about what we read, about what we watch, about the conversations we enter into, all these kinds of things. Can we fill our mind with all kinds of good thoughts through these things? So our mind can be filled with good. Imagine how how different our attitudes can be if we fill our mind with good and we honor God with all of our mind. Because sometimes we we get into these attitudes that that are negative about everything and doesn't that just drag us down? And and what does this do for our Christian life if, if our mind can be permeated with good, we honor God with our mind? Isn't it beautiful what we prayed for today? And then the second part of that petition, and love everyone in truth of heart. You know, there might be some people in our lives that we find a little bit difficult to love. And we're asking the Lord to help with this. What a beautiful prayer. And you make this your own when you say amen. You know, the church is, or the mass is filled with all these gems. And it's so easy for us just so let them pass by. And then the prayer after, after the petition you know, invokes the other, uh, the other uh, persons of the Blessed Trinity. So in t- t- today's case, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. So it begins with an invocation of God, usually a petition addressed to the Father. Concludes with invoking the other persons, the blessed Trinity. Just think about how much more deeply we can enter into the celebration of Holy Mass. when we make use of the opportunity that's given us. The priest says, let us pray. And we pause. And we just call to mind that we're in the presence of God and we bring before him whatever's on our heart. Doesn't take long to do that. But then we listen to that petition, and we make that prayer our own through saying amen. Let us pray that the Lord send forth his Holy Spirit into our hearts so every time we celebrate Holy Mass, we can enter deeper and deeper and deeper into this mystery that we celebrate and grow ever more close to our Lord Jesus Christ.